Welcome to another episode of In Reserve, the Prosperity Podcast, where we focus on all things to do with the Reserve Protocol stablecoin. My name is Michael, and I'll be your host. Are you ready? Let's get started. First, a word from our sponsor. Recursive connects applications so your critical data is available exactly where you need it. They can sync any apps in the cloud or hosted on your site, making your data more useful and visible to your teams. Visit recursive.com for more details. That's R-E-C-U-R-S-Y-V.com. Mention this podcast or RSR for 20% off your subscription. Recursive, data where you want it. On this episode of the podcast, we touch on the reserve team and current investors. If you missed prior episodes of our podcast, we touched on what stable coins are, how reserve differs from other traditional centralized stable coins, the multiple tokens that make up reserve, and the mechanism put in place through smart contracts to maintain the reserve token at a stable value. Now that you understand what reserve and their mission statement is, it's time to take a look at the team of founders and investors. And believe me when I say it is a very impressive group of people. I just want to preface this with the fact that obviously I won't be able to get to literally every single person on the team and investors, as this would probably become a 10-hour podcast. But for the sake of this, we're going to highlight and profile the most important members. Let's start with the reserve team and the big dog himself, Nevin Freeman. Nevin Freeman is one of two co-founders and the current CEO. Being a small startup, he oversees multiple departments, including strategy, legal, and team coordination at Reserve. If you're watching a video or interview about Reserve, chances are it is probably him answering the questions. Nevin is, a, is an entrepreneur who has co-founded three companies. His mission in life is to solve the coordination problems that are stopping humanity from achieving its potential, and he's particularly concerned about averting the long-term risks posed by the development of artificial intelligence. His track record speaks for itself as a number of current investors, as he has mentioned in previous podcasts or other podcasts, have followed Nevin through his projects and funded him along the way. As a result, they have become funders and investors of Reserve due to his previous track record and his success rate. Another member of the Reserve team is the other co-founder and CTO, Matt Elder. Matt designs and oversees the Reserve's stabilization protocol, which we discussed in the previous episode, and is the head architect of the whole Reserve protocol implementation. His experience in tech is very comprehensive, having worked at Google, IBM, and Quixie. Needless to say, the founding team has the expertise and proven track record to pull off a project of this magnitude. Other notable members of the team include Kathleen Kilgannon, who is the CFO and compliance officer, Josh Furness, who is the head of product, and Mark Gertler, who is the general counsel. My apologies if I mispronounced any of their names, as I have never met them in person, nor have I ever heard their names spoken out loud. Reserve is based in Oakland, California, um, and they have all of their team there. But uh, as they're as they're expanding into other countries, such as Venezuela, Argentina, and Colombia, they're now starting to hire more and more people in those local countries who are more familiar with the way things work in terms of the economy in those countries and have good ties to the government so that they're able to stay compliant and also br bring adoption into those countries. 
With regards to advisors who are part of Reserve's team, some notable names include Garrett Jones, who served as economic policy advisor to Senator Orrin Hatch and has and as a staff economist to the Joint Economic Committee of the United States Congress, and Paul Atkins, who was a commissioner of the SEC from 2002 until 2008, and in 2016 joined a business forum assembled by President Trump to provide strategic and policy advice on economic issues. The advisors they have chosen were done so strategically, and it is evident that they have chosen individuals who will help them best navigate the choppy waters that is government adoption and regulation. That rounds out an overview of the reserve team. Before we move on to the list of current investors, it's time for another word from our sponsors. Recursive. If you would like to sync data between applications, Recursive can seamlessly connect any apps, giving your data more value. Your company and your customers can benefit from you having important information in the right place at the right time. Visit recursive.com, R-E-C-U-R-S-Y-V.com. Mention this podcast or RSR for 20% off your subscription. Now on to the juicy part of our podcast. With all startups, whether they be in crypto or not, people are always fixated on who the investors are. This can be a very telling sign of how legitimate their concepts and ideas are and whether people who have a track record of successful investments believe the team has the ability to pull it off. The investors in reserve are some of the most impressive collection of people in the crypto space. Let's start with one of the most recognizable names in the business world, Peter Thiel. As the co-founder of PayPal, Thiel is the biggest name among the star-studded list of investors. His connection with PayPal has led to a lot of rumors about a partnership with Reserve in the future. After all, PayPal is one of the largest non-traditional banking organizations that helps to facilitate retail transactions and transfers of money across the world. I can't even imagine or put into words what that would mean for Reserve to be openly accessible on PayPal or have a partnership in which they would work with PayPal and Reserve in some combination or some form. In addition to Teal, another investor is Jack Selby, who was also a member of the founding team at PayPal and was responsible for taking their operations international. We also have Eric Jackson, who was the VP of marketing at PayPal. Needless to say, from from just those three investors themselves and their connections to PayPal, there's a lot to be bullish about for Reserve. But the list of power players doesn't stop there. Reserve also has Sam Altman as an investor in the company as well. Altman is most widely known as the president of Y Combinator and the co-founder of OpenAI. He has invested in numerous big-time successes such as Airbnb, Stripe, Reddit, Pinterest, Instacart, and lots more. Another asset that Reserve has as an investor is Jeff Morris Jr. Jeff is the director of product and revenue at Tinder, and his knowledge and expertise on mobile apps will be significantly valuable as Reserve continues to fine-tune their own app for mass distribution. He has also invested in companies such as Lyft, Ocean Protocol, Blockfolio, and CryptoKitties. So his track record in blockchain and crypto is something is something to be confident in. In addition, Reserve also has a number of well-known blockchain and crypto hedge funds invested in them, including BlockTower, Neo Global Capital, Rocket Fuel, Valorum Capital, Digital Currency Group, Arrington XRP Capital, Divergence Digital Currency Fund, Fenbushi Capital, 
Pre-Angel, Distributed Cap Global, Refactor Capital, and Crypto Lotus. And if you're still not sold by now, I think this next investor will put you over the top. That investor is Coinbase Ventures. Coinbase is one of the earliest and most recognized cryptocurrency exchanges in the world located in San Francisco. They are by far the biggest U.S. regulated cryptocurrency exchange where you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies. And if you're thinking you're too late on buying reserve after listening to all of the episodes up to this point, just know that Coinbase has yet to list reserve on their platform. We are still very, 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 very early in the game. So that about wraps it up for this podcast on the reserve team and investors. Hopefully by now you're able to see why there are thousands of people like me. And at the recording of this podcast, there's about 16,500 RSR bag holders, which means that they have RSR in their cold storage wallets. And that doesn't include people who hold RSR on exchanges, which I would recommend not to do because exchanges can be easily hacked. Um, But that's a story for another time. Um, So there are thousands of people like me out there who are extremely excited about the potential of reserve, not just from an investment standpoint, but also from a real life use case aspect and its ability to positively impact the lives of millions of people who live in impoverished countries around the world. To those people, reserve will bring currency stability in those countries, which will provide individuals with the opportunity to save money and get ahead in life. After all, if you're unable to save money, it is very hard to pass down generational wealth and become wealthy and and get out of this hole that you're constantly stuck in living day to day and wondering where your next meal is going to come from and how you're going to be able to generate the amount of funds in order to pay for those meals. I thank you for listening to this podcast. As a reminder, at the end of every show, if you'd like to reach out to me, you can do so in the following ways. You can reach me through my personal Twitter account, RSR Ernie, or DM us on our podcast account at InReservePod. Or you can reach out to me via email, InReservePodcast at gmail.com. On the upcoming podcast, we will start to talk to some members of the Reserve community and team and dive into more of the exciting news and projects that continue to come out on a weekly basis. We are still very very early in the game and it's starting to ramp up for Reserve. And if you want to join a discussion group or a community that talks about Reserve 24-7, please see the show notes for an invite link to my Discord group. We've currently got about 325 members and we're growing rapidly on a daily and weekly basis. Also, if you'd like to donate to the podcast, you can do so in a number of ways. I have a couple donation links in the in the in the show notes as well. We are still looking for more sponsors for this podcast, so feel free to reach out to me if you'd love to sponsor our podcast. I thank you for listening and see you on the next podcast.